Dateline, 16th of March, 2015. Well, good day, folks, and welcome to the Australia Desk for episode 341. Welcome back, Grant. Um, tell us about ballooning, mate. You know, as I was travelling into Melbourne this morning, uh, it was a beautiful day here in Melbourne, in fact, and I, I saw a couple of uh, balloons launching out of the suburb of Richmond, which for local, uh, listeners who are not local, which would be most of you, is uh, basically inner Melbourne, pretty much. Uh, spectacular, mate. Looked like a really good day for ballooning. It certainly was, mate. The guys had a lot of fun, but uh, I was back here at home working on all the paperwork and um, compliance stuff. But yeah, no, we had a uh, pretty good time last week up in Canberra. I actually had to bail out early. I couldn't stick around for the whole week, but because uh, Kit's birthday was on Wednesday and we were going to Cirque du Soleil that night. But uh, yeah, I uh, had four days of the Canberra Fiesta in Canberra. Um, that was really, really good. The Canberra Balloon Spectacular, as it's now known. Uh, spent the first two days on the ground observing as part of the um, Australian Ballooning Federation, then went for a flight with one of the balloon pilots I know who also works with CASA. Uh, had a great flight with him and another guy from CASA. We, we, that was a beautiful flight. I even wound up doing a live hookup with one of the local radio stations to describe what we were in the middle of flying and how balloons operate and the women fly it forward thing because we had a few lady pilots flying ladies for their first flights. It was great. Excellent. And then on, on Tuesday morning, I got I finally got a chance to ride in a chariot. Now, a chariot is a two-seat side-by-side chairlift kind of thing that you buckle yourself into just with a normal, you know, lift the flap airline seatbelt and uh, go flying it under a hot air balloon. So um, there's no basket to stand in. You're just sitting there. Your feet are dangling into, into clear space and you're a couple of thousand feet above the ground. It's awesome. God, how to make hot air balloon even more terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd uh, probably run screaming from that one. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic, mate. Well, it's all right. I soldiered on last week without you, but uh, in the meantime, we've had the Australian Formula One Grand Prix run here in Melbourne uh, just this past weekend. And I only mention that because we know that uh, Max Flight is such a fan of uh, Formula One. And uh, interestingly, Grant, uh, although this has nothing to do with aviation, we're going to spin it that way. It says here that uh, Red Bull hints that uh, they're going to pull out of Formula One. And I think that's probably a great thing, Grant, because it means they could put more money into, you know, Red Bull flying events like the Red Bull Air Race. See, I'm always, yeah, th- I'm always thinking. Yeah, total agreement, mate. No argument. But uh, yes, it does look like Red Bull are having a little bit of a hissy fit about uh, being trounced by Mercedes as they were last year and uh, are again this year after that first race. But uh, look, I, I haven't been following it very closely, so I can't really get into the, the nitty gritty. All I hope is that... Uh, you know, the money from Red Bull goes into something really worthwhile, like flying stuff. But, uh, you know, I've got to say, every time I've been to the, the Formula One, and here in Melbourne I've been many times, both in VIP boxes and uh, just in the paddock, I've been more interested in the aircraft, the F-18 handling display, the roulettes, anything else that's flying over, and, of course, all the helicopters. Yeah, and there was plenty of those. In fact, um, what's re- I'll tell you a funny story, folks. I was sitting in uh, in, in a meeting in uh, at my place of employment the other day when the uh, – this must have been on a couple of days before the Grand Prix started, and the, the Air Force was good enough to do a few practice runs over Melbourne and as this uh, Hornet uh, flew over Melbourne and shook our boardroom from one side to the other, the whole meeting stopped Grant and everybody in there was looking at me. (laughs) Well, they may have been looking at you during that one because they know you're an airplane geek, but I tell you what, everyone was looking up during the uh, Sunday just before the race when Qantas overflew the race area with a 744 uh, extended range, one of the one of the last few 747 ERs that they're running. I believe it was Oscar Echo Hotel that did a quite a spirited handling display of its own over the top of the crowd. Yeah, fantastic. In fact, uh, in, in previous years, they've gone back to flying 737s, which still, you know, let's face it, put on a, fair, a fairly good display, but there's 
nothing like seeing, uh, you know, the Queen of the Skies, as, as it's affectionately known, uh, flying over. And as Grant mentioned, uh, Qantas don't have that many 747s left. So uh, it was really great to see uh, OEH up there. And it was a magnificent display. The roulettes were there and uh, the Air Force always well represented. So, uh, you know, it might be about a, a motor race, Grant, but uh, I'm, I'm glad, like you say, that uh, there's lots of aviation around. Anyhow, um, you know, look, talking of Qantas and the 747, something else that's hit Qantas just recently was a bit of a Facebook scam. Yes, indeed, Grant. And I must say, uh, I saw this uh, shared by a few of my Facebook friends today and I thought, you know, that just does look a little sus because the actual uh, scam uh, is promising complimentary uh, first-class lounge invitations, it's saying here. But actually it says, it doesn't say Qantas, it's got the Qantas logo on it, but it actually says Qantas Airline. And I just thought, you know what, that just looks a little bit of sus and it took me all of about, oh, I don't know, about 15 seconds to work out that it was a scam just by doing a bit of Googling around and it's a pity that a few more people didn't do that. But uh, I guess that's just what these scam artists were counting on, that most people wouldn't think to check that sort of stuff. So uh, Qantas had to uh, get on its own Facebook page and other social media channels and say, hey, folks, folks, hey, sorry, we're nice people, but, you know, we're not that nice. Well, there were a couple of other indicators. It wasn't just Qantas Airline. Uh, today, we at Qantas Australia, but bah, that's incorrect. Um, and a number of other typos throughout the thing uh, made it kind of obvious that this wasn't really written by uh, one of Qantas's PR people. Uh, they at least don't say uh, winners will be inboxed on March 17th, 2015. <laughs> hey, hey. hey! Yeah, that's more the sort of, uh, you know, hip and happening uh, language that, say, Virgin would use, I suppose, but uh, certainly not, uh, you know, the the prim and proper Qantas. Well, definitely not. And I think even Virgin would probably go inboxed. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes, anyway. Well, sorry to get your hopes up, folks. You'll just have to, uh, you know, rack up your Qantas frequent flyer points uh, in the same way that all the rest of us do. You know, I yeah. actually rack mine up by putting lots of things on my credit card and paying it off really quickly. Yeah, I just do mine the old-fashioned way by, you know, flying. Yeah. Because, hey, I'm just out to fly. That's all I want. You don't even fly Qantas, Grant. You know it. You fly Virgin all the time. I know, oh, I know I you. Know. I know you, hey, McHeron. I fly Qantas if the, if the offers are there, but yeah, generally we do try and fly Virgin. I know. I'm bad. Mm. But uh, sorry to all our friends in Qantas, Jetstar, Tiger, you know. Etc, <laughs> etc. Et I'll tell you what one airline I'd like to fly, Grant, would be the Royal Australian Air Force. I shouldn't call them an airline, should I, Grant? But uh, i tell you what, I'd love to get up in one of the uh, C-17s and, uh, you know, after a hectic uh, couple of weeks of showing off down here in Melbourne at the uh, Avalon Air Show, they've been pressed very quickly back into service this time for something far more serious and that's to start an air bridge to Vanuatu which was uh, fairly flattened this week by uh, Tropical Cyclone Pam. Tropical Cyclone Pam hit Vanuatu square on pretty much flattened the whole of Port Vila the uh, the capital and as a result Australia and New Zealand have been sending aircraft over with uh, assistance on board. Uh, Australia sent a couple of C-17A Globemaster aircraft, the big haulers uh, we've sent them over with uh, humanitarian support supplies uh, from water purification through to nappies to everything you could need in a place which has been pretty much all but wiped out and uh, also some uh, aid teams and things like that and uh, even a C-130J has gone over with a uh, relief team on board. And also Grant, uh, the one that I found really interesting was that the Air Force sent across a uh, an Orion, an AP-3C to uh, take some imagery for reconnaissance uh, purposes so I thought that was really interesting and uh, there was already one of our Orions in the sort of in the local region over there in the Solomon Islands. So uh, it's, it's a big effort there by the Air Force. And as always, swinging into action very, very quickly for this sort of humanitarian work. They're very, very good at it. And in fact, I must say, Grant, so are the Kiwis. Yep. Both of the Pacific nations have been diving in to help. And uh, you've also seen Air Vanuatu restart its flights as of Monday. They had uh, moved their aircraft uh, off to Sydney and uh, Noumea 
prior to the arrival of the cyclone. And now that the dust has settled, they're going to start uh, flying back in and out. So that'll probably be bringing much needed assistance as well. Well, that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. You know, Grant, this has been a very, very difficult uh, report uh, to really record this week here in the studio. Do you want to know why? Oh, go on. I'm sure you're going to tell me. Because my lovely wife has been in here and she's cleaned up the whole studio and I can't find anything. Oh, no. Oh, the humanity. No, I almost couldn't even find the microphone. Oh, well, I mean, your studio is kind of small. I mean, it's admittedly a little bit bigger than Rob's clown car, but I mean, you know, it's not that far for things to go disappearing, is it? Well, to be fair, Grant, anything's bigger than Rob's clown car. Well, I heard your comments last week, Rob Mark. Yeah, Rob, if you want to see something fun, try and see Steve get into my RX-7. (laughs) (laughs) Still haven't attempted that one. Yeah, I know. I'll go get the shoehorn. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. You know Tropical Cyclone Pam? My mother's name's Pam. That's a worry. Given the destruction done in Vanuatu, I think I'd better be a bit more respectful to your mother. Me too. Love you, Mum. Yeah, on you, Mrs. V.